0: Hello, everybody. And welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with the Peter Applebaum and his company, the Agency Accelerators, which focuses on helping more agencies land large enterprise clients, as well as also focusing on uh, getting predictable lead generation for their agency. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Peter. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Lucas. And I'm here. The the, the beautiful back you see is my fellow
1: owner and director, Susan Workner. Hello. We do, yeah. this, we do this business together. She has also extensive agency experience.
0: I love it. That's always uh, really cool to see. And I think, um, you know, one of the coolest parts about agencies is a lot of them are um, are very, very good partnerships form out of it. Like I have my business partner I've had for five years, uh, 50-50 ownership of the business, and we work really well together. I think if you have a business partner in any capacity, it's always going to help your business grow faster. So it's super awesome to see you guys do this successfully. So tell us a little about the Agency Accelerators program, what you guys do. Uh, I wanted to have you guys on the show because I personally am very interested in this. When it comes to landing enterprise clients, I've worked with a few, and I want to kind of make the central point of the show around uh, how agencies could land a billion-dollar client. In theory, you know, unicorn or maybe a hundred million-dollar revenue-plus company. Like, how can they land these types of businesses? That's very interesting to a lot of people.
1: Well, it, and it's it's actually something that. Uh... It's also something that a lot of agencies don't know about. They're great when it comes to much smaller clients like uh, the local dentist or beautician. And I, I know there are many agencies that want to go bigger than that. Um, but it's a very different mindset and it's a very different uh, business development method to getting those enterprise right. clients. Uh, and look, there's, there is a range. When you're talking about larger clients, it could be a small corporate. A smaller corporate can still give you a million dollars a year. Whereas a large corporate, it might be difficult getting $50,000 a year out of it. So we really do right. talk to our clients about really traversing that range of size of different corporates. But those big corporates, they do have a different way of of thinking and acting. And it's um, it's critical that agencies understand that and work within the way they have to work to get those types of, uh, those
0: types yeah. of clients. So let's get strategic. A lot of people on the show, I mean, obviously the title is How to Scale an Agency. A lot of people on the show take the strategies and the key insights from it and apply it directly to their agency. So if you had to walk through maybe one, two, three steps in a row of what somebody would do to actually land an enterprise client on your website, I see the headline, which I love, says one corporate client alone can make you 50K to $1 million every year. I can confirm this. I have not closed a million dollar per year client yet, but I actually have interview people, interview people on the show who take million dollar per year clients uh, and they only take 12 per year. Um, so i can confirm that this is something that you can definitely do tell us how somebody would do that step by step if there's like top three points
1: well i've got the boss here so she can take <laughs> over yeah point.
2: i think the top three points we always find with our um when working with our clients is Number one, as Peter said earlier, less than 10% have an ongoing business development strategy. So, you know, every agency, you know, we're creatives, you know, we love creating, we love helping our service businesses. So I think the key is to really think a little bit more structured, be more structured about your business and think, how am I getting predictable revenue and sales leads week in, week out? I think that's probably the biggest headache that most agency owners have. So I guess the right. number one thing is to think about how am I going to implement that ongoing business development strategy? That's key, number one. And I yeah. guess how we help and how you should think about it is what helps you very much is understanding your niche. Mm-hmm. What's your niche? You know, what do you, what problem are you really solving and making sure right. that you, you know, go for it, go for that, you know, niche. And I right. guess the third
1: one. Well, what's the opportunity? Because it's, yeah. it's one thing having saying, okay, I'm going to concentrate on on fast food restaurants mm. qsr restaurants yeah so it's like okay well what is the opportunity maybe they maybe you don't have a solution that they're looking for so it's very we always say you've got to find your starving crowd mm. i mean our starving right. crowd is our starving crowd is agencies because most agencies yeah. are really good at helping their clients build their businesses and their brands but not so good at doing it themselves it's like that we always say the dentists have dentist children have the worst teeth so right. um what we're about is is ensuring that uh you've got to identify that niche where is your starving crowd what's the opportunity what's what's the problem you're helping mm. to solve and then understanding yeah. how you can what your communication strategy is because a lot of us go okay we just got to go on on linkedin you've got to send out a bunch right. of messages we've got to content content or, or, or spam the market with a whole bunch of emails and what and sit back and wait wondering why nothing happened so we're yeah. about doing it strategically. This is a marketing program as much as it is a sales program. And it's very right. important to think of it that way, because as I say, most agency owners are very good marketers. Yeah. Save by the bell. Most, most agency are, are very good, uh are very good marketers. But now what we're saying is we are very ex- experienced marketers. Let's work together with our client. We work together with our clients to ensure it's all focused on getting that regular lead flow. Because the reality is, and this is a big thing that agency owners need to remember, clients need you. They absolutely need right. you. It's just a nice thing to say. It's like they need passionate, marketing-oriented um, agency owners and managers who can help them to solve their marketing problems
0: 100 and you know when i look at the uh agencies that are in platform i actually do know one of them uh right off the bat i just look at i know uh tim keen with loop club now you don't have to tell us exactly how every single one of these companies gets these enterprise clients but and, and if you want maybe what could be helpful just from a strategic level is to talk about maybe one case study of somebody landing an enterprise client feel free to omit the name of the enterprise client and also the the company but like just in terms of the the step-by-step things that they did to get that enterprise client. Could you could you maybe talk about some of the like like main things that they did to get that? And if you if you talk about it in terms of just one case study, it might make it a little more clear for people because sure. you guys have so many. Uh, and and feel free to not you don't have to say the names, but um, just like yep. what did they do to get and then maybe even like the size like was it in the like fifty thousand, hundred thousand, uh, maybe whatever, maybe what even the biggest company uh, or or contract you've had people close before. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting too because most people aren't playing in the 50k to a million dollar ballpark in terms of contract size so um that would be interesting to to see sure Mm.
2: well i I guess we have a couple examples but one that comes off which shows you that even in adversity um you know having a strategic business development program works we had a client down in melbourne in australia in melbourne and this is during lockdown you probably know melbourne was the lockdown capital of the world i don't think any country any city in the world had more lockdowns than than melbourne in australia right. and uh, so our client was a small agent she only had like i think three three full-time staff yep. and some contractors she was couldn't even go to the office so they literally she was like 10 meters from office she was not allowed to go into the office had to stay at home so she was desperate for clients obviously um, and really what we helped her to do is we actually helped her with a positioning statement for her agency. She'd only been around for two or three years, two years, I think. So we helped her with a positioning, we helped her with niching what she was doing. We gave her obviously mentoring and coaching, which she needed during that downtime, obviously. Yes. Um and, and, and support. And mental, yes, exactly. It was also some some support, which you really needed because you know, all of us, you know, being shut down was a terrible experience, very sick, yeah. single one of us. But yeah. what we have to do is she utilised um, the strategy of, you know, a combination of like LinkedIn, email, most strategically LinkedIn, email marketing and outreach. And she landed within six weeks of working with us. She landed a, it was a $65,000 contract with a Canadian company. So imagine all the way right. from Melbourne, she landed a Canadian company due to her outreach. Yeah. Um, and and that, she also, was, that
1: was only initially. And that
2: was initially, but after that, she also landed more clients um, also in the US and also in Australia. Right. So the, so that's one thing we'd say with our case studies. We help clients not just get US clients, but some clients, you know, nowadays, Zoom allows you to be global. If you've yep. got a great niche and you don't need to physically right. be there, most of us don't,
1: yep. think global. And the key point to remember right. with the clients that, that our, our client brought in. Those numbers that Susan mentioned, they're just initially, as in when I say initially, that's just the first project of the first three or four months, they're recurring. Right. So that yeah. can be, as you know, there can be millions of dollars over over the years. We're just doing simple simple outreach. And, and another strategy we use a lot of, and I know you're a big fan of it as well, mm. Lucas, is webinars. Um, mm. we're, we're ramping up our webinar strategy. Every time we do a webinar, and we're doing one next week, mm-hmm. um, we get clients. We get clients and every time we put on a webinar, we get more and more signups because it gives you the chance to spend an hour with that person. You impart value. You don't make it salesy. You just impart a lot of value and make people think, gosh, well, this is something that we need to do. I don't know where to start. We need to speak to this agency.
0: Right. Well, so one thing I want to do, because I think there's a lot of I've had a lot of companies on the show who, who do lead generation. And like I talk about a lot of lead generation strategies and things like that. I think one thing that'd be helpful for the listeners is what is different when you try to do lead generation for enterprise clients, like when you're reaching out to enterprise clients versus small businesses. Like, let's start there, because I think that's that's really where I see what you guys do being so powerful. Because I know it's a huge difference. I'm actually a little weak on this because most of my clients are SMBs. I do have some large clients I've worked with, but I, but most of that's been happenstance. I don't think I've ever had a concentrated strategy go so get these large companies so what is different about it though like what would you do differently when targeting the enterprise versus targeting a small business
2: well i think the key to targeting the larger businesses you have to remember you're targeting very different people to agency owners and even and, and, and smbs, and SMBs yeah. you know smbs are still most of them are you know you're dealing with the founder for example um and when you're dealing with enterprise the larger corporates you're dealing with with executives who are Number one, risk averse. I would say that's the biggest difference. They are conservative. They are risk averse. And when you approach them, they have to feel that you are really the trusted, safe pair of hands they can work with that's going to make sure, A, they don't lose their job, which is their main they're not worried about revenue yeah. like you know us us smb small business owners we care about revenue they don't care about revenue that doesn't matter to them yeah. they're getting their salary month in month out but they care about losing their job so i guess when you approach them you have right. to be very strategic
1: it's a different mindset it's a
2: different mindset very sophisticated in your approach to them um not one that's difficult just has to be you know thought through and and make sure said so you built the trust i guess that's the key is building that trust factor with those with individuals it's all relationship building of course with those individuals in larger companies that they'll turn around and say well actually Lucas is someone I've heard so much from him. I've seen his thought leadership. He's a Kendrick is fantastic.
1: Lamar fan. He's a Kendrick okay. Lamar
2: fan. I'm, I'm, we're, we're on the same page. We love it. Yes. Uh, we are going to talk to Lucas. That's that's where you want to get to, but it is a different mindset.
1: And that's why we yeah. also call it a, it's a sales and marketing program. So when we talk to how does one build the relationship, it's like we're building a brand here. Like like right. brand owners who we're dealing with as agencies, um, They it's the same way. We're building up a relationship. We're building up that awareness, the trust. Um, that's where content is so important, but it's not just throwing out random content mm-hmm. for the sake of it. It's building that trust over a period of time, as opposed to we do SEO. Um, have you got any SEO work? Which is what 99% of agencies do, which is awesome for your listeners and for your members because they basically they're not going to do that anymore. They're going to focus on <laughs> what, how can I build a relationship with these, with this person, and what's, and most importantly, what's relevant and of interest to them, and what do they need. Focus on them, not on us, which sounds like marketing 101, but it's astounding how the vast majority of people don't do it.
0: Yeah, and I think on that note, one thing that would also be very helpful is, um, let's just get one thing straight. Are agencies that are just getting started and maybe are doing less than $10,000 per month of revenue, are they even able to get these enterprise customers? Do you think it's even something that's worth pursuing? Because again, on that trust piece, if maybe they just haven't built up the portfolio, it's a bigger risk. So do you even suggest that smaller agencies pursue enterprise clients or do you think that they should wait until they've already built up a book of business, a nice website, a solid brand and all this stuff before even starting down that that route?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we Ab- agree. Absolutely. Our, both of us, yeah. Yes,
2: we we found like we actually have had literally solopreneurs um, who had maybe half a dozen uh, outsourced you know contractors they worked with freelance contractors and they have won small we're talking about small clients there so small corporates shall we yeah. say so you don't go for the coca-cola and the nikes obviously but there's so yeah. many small corporates that you can go for that have really good budgets um and having you know they turn over a few million dollars they might have need to you know have a decent sized marketing budget and like for example i give you a case study we had a client in the u.s actually in in omaha nebraska and uh, he had worked with a lot with fintechs which is quite unusual there are not many fintechs in omaha but he had reached out and worked with quite a few fintechs in san diego so the fintechs a lot of them had smaller budgets so he really wanted to get something in the finance area that was bigger we helped him put his strategy together and he started sending out the linkedin messages that we've we've crafted helped him with email marketing and a newsletter an email newsletter one of these email news that has hit the, the, you know, uh, hit the uh, desk or the email, the best desktop um, of a uh, client, a marketing manager that actually had a pitch going. He actually invited him to pitch for the business, for the bank, and he ended up winning that winning that pitch and that was a transformative piece of business so that was like a quarter million dollar business for him and for him that was really transformative
1: it's important to remember again this is a mistake we all make we're also transfixed with ourselves our businesses Mm -hmm. what we're doing um how we're feeling the clients don't care about us they don't care about (laughs) our agency all that it's harsh and brutal but as we know that's just reality and as long as we get over that with they say go get a dog hug your dog the dog's going to love you un- unquestioningly but when it comes to business and clients they really don't care about you forming a relationship with them over time they will care about you but initially all they care about is how this agency this person can help me to solve my problems and often the bigger agencies the more established ones they're so it's just a numbers game for them you're just another number but for the smaller ones if you can go in there form a relationship a connection with the appropriate person mm-hmm. bit, the right place, the right time with the right offer, it can make a big difference. So that's why we often say, "Go." the, the tier ones like the Nike's and the McDonald's of this world and the AT&T's are great. We all have to win those. But if you start yeah. with the two and three clients, their needs are just as much as they have. And you can actually make more money from them than from the tier ones.
0: 100%. Um, that's really interesting. So let's get into something that I think a lot of people are probably curious about is, let's talk about some of the larger clients you've helped companies land. You don't have to say the names, of course, but like, could you just start off by saying like, do you, what, what, what's the largest contract that you're aware of that you've helped somebody close? And again, no need to name names, but just in terms of size. And then also the reason I'm asking this is because I kind of want to know, like, how did that happen? <laughs> like, did it was it just the same strategy you just mentioned or was there like something specific that happened? I mean, um, I, I'd love to, to hear that like what do you have a, a sense I mean I mean it sounds like it's been you know you said 250,000 was one but like are they are has anyone been like above half a million or towards a million oh, yeah. dollars contracts and things like that
2: Yep, yeah, absolutely no we actually have a client who was very big in the he, he worked with a uh, small uh, telcos Small telcos in his regional right. area, like helping the distributors, telco distributors, um, and he was based. I think he was where was he? He was actually in Los Angeles. got quite, quite a few LA LA companies. So again, we started the same thing with the strategy. And don't forget, I guess the point is with the strategy with with agencies, it's uh, it's not just one thing you do. It's everything has to be. It's like finance. Like no one, you know, when you go to your financial advisor, they always say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Same with the right. outreach strategy. So you're going to be doing a number of different things, you know, outreaching out on different platforms, but it has to be laser focused on your audience, on what you want to get, you know, the niche that you're getting and who you're trying to talk to. So helping him, he ended up getting, we helped him with um, targeting some of the bigger, bigger telco companies. And as you know, a lot of these big telcos have many divisions. So the big corporates also have many, many divisions. And sometimes the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing, but there's lots of divisions in them. So we helped him target AT&T, and he ended up getting a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar client in AT and T. That wow. was over months, but he's been working with. I think we helped him two years ago. He's still working with AT and T. So, that's so that's, so it's the recurring. recurring revenue. As I said, it, it might. Say, and he. But the the my okay the secret here is the first project he did with AT&T was worth only $10,000. He did a $10,000 wow. small pilot project with AT&T with this marketing manager in that role And they got along great, trusted him. The $10,000 project was a bit of a a loss leader, to be honest. Try before you buy. Try before you buy. And the guy said, you know what, you guys are fantastic. And it built into a $750,000 client that year. And it's increased for the second year. So that's probably a very good
0: example for you. And I think something that a lot of people are are worried about when it comes to uh, growing their book of business with enterprise customers is they just don't know where to start because they're so used to pitching SMBs around like, you know, anywhere from $2,000 a month to $10,000 a month, but to go beyond that is uncharted territory. So like, what kind of services can you actually deliver someone at that price point? Like, what are typically your clients delivering? I mean, is it like Google ads management? Is it, uh, you know, content production? Is it like, what are they doing at that scale in the marketing space specifically? Cause you're helping these agencies what kind of services are the ones that are being sold with these big of contracts?
2: Well, I think there some of them are media, so media agencies. That's that's definitely one of them. I think because the media agencies need a lot of help, and they usually look their margins smaller, but they have big big budgets, obviously. Um, right. Yeah. PR is another one. Public relations is another one that works really really well with bigger corporates. So you can do a lot of good work and and have a great retainer at a PR agency. Sure. Um, what else? Some of them are just digital, uh, digital marketing, but we help them to focus on that part of digital market that will work for the corporates they're wanting to go after, the, the larger clients. So The
1: strategy yeah. piece. The
2: strategy piece. So in other words, if you're a digital marketing agency, you don't want to get, go into a corporate and, and try and sell them your 10 different services, such as website and SEO and SEM and et cetera. Right. You know, pick, you, what we do is you, you've got to pick something that, as I said, that's why keeping in eye on which customers you would love to work with, and that you know is your right. sweet spot and then offer them at least a bundle of a small segment of your services but make sure it's really focused and you know you're going to deliver on that 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 to us is the key of getting into a bigger client because it's
1: kind of like a lot of agencies go in there and they say um uh, what's what is your need what's your budget and we'll give it to you and look obviously particularly in the early days that's tempting we we mm. did that back back in the day when we started our agencies but I think the success truly comes from what do they say? There's the riches in the niches. Uh, yeah. Was that Dan Kennedy said that? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really coming back to we often ex, we often say to our clients, and certainly initially at least, focus on a niche. Where is your greatest strength? Where is that starving crowd that you can really um, harness their their right. need and and understand what their needs are and really provide a, a, a just a it's almost like an unquestionable offer. Just give them yeah. an offer that they can't refuse. Go all Godfather on. And it's like, yeah. yeah.
2: And I, I guess I've got another, if you wanted a case study, I mean, just yeah. examples,
1: I Who guess. Who doesn't? We all like case yeah,
2: studies. Yeah, I, I guess another example <laughs> of the client we work with, they, they just did SEO. That was it. SEO was their niche, which is, as you know, you know, can be is a great niche, very technical, but it's a great yeah. niche. And they were serving a lot of SMBs. They had like 300 clients yeah. or something crazy. There's a lot, of, a lot of SMB clients that they were working with. But they wanted to get to, but they realised managing 300 clients is great, but, you know, there's only a certain limit you can do it so basically we helped them to narrow down what is the main industries and the industry they worked with and they did a lot of retail obviously retail is very big for seos obviously and e-commerce companies so we said why don't you go for some of the larger fashion e-commerce companies so we ended up helping them with their strategy and they did they landed some bigger e-commerce companies to do seo for them um, mm-hmm. The budgets were much bigger. It was like 20, 30,000 a month instead of one or 2,000 a month type of thing, 20, 30,000 a month. But what they also did, and this is part of what we say niching can be really a really good start. Once they got those clients on board, they then started building their websites because they said, listen, your website is not really good. We need to do a much better, um, you know, you might, you should have a much better website to make sure our SEO is working better on your website. So they started doing websites and content then. As well. Mm -hmm. So that's another way, as we said, that's how you do the, we call it the Trojan horse
1: strategy. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Is that trademark? Get in there there and spread. That's it, trademark. That's right, yeah, exactly. No one's ever heard of that. That's right. Um, Like another, another, to that point, and really reinforcing the value of relationships, we uh, had another client who formed a good relationship with this prospect in the building space, and they were launching a, um, this is a multi-billion-dollar company, and they were launching a new brand, a new new uh, building products brand. And this, our client went in and had a chat with this this person who we had been forming a relationship with for a while using the strategies we talk about. And he's and the client said, Oh look, we he he was our client thought, Okay, this guy just does social media. And he said, Okay, well let's talk. To, we'll talk to you about social media once we build our website. It's like, Oh, who who's building a website? It's like, Well, we don't, haven't appointed them yet. So, to cut a long story short, um, he threw his hat in the ring and said, "We do websites. Um they pitched because it was a big corporate, won the pitch. Guess why they won the pitch because they had a, gr- a very good relationship with the person with the client with the lead client who said, "Okay, I'll run away right. with this one." And um, they, that as a result, that particular client over the next uh, few years generated, I think, a million and a half dollars from that client doing mean, a whole range of things, building apps, websites, social media, a whole range of different things. So it's important that relationship is at the heart of everything. It's not about SEO. It's not about building websites. It's about that relationship and That's
0: fantastic. Well, I mean, it's really interesting to hear these different case studies. I think I am definitely eager to dive into this a lot more on our AMA coming up next week. And I think this will actually come out before our AMA next week. Um, So anybody who's watching this on YouTube or listening to it on the pod, Feel free to comment below or hit us up if you have any questions on things that you might want answered or asked on the AMA. Uh, please make sure you're there so you can ask uh, questions on things that can be improved for your company in terms of how to get more enterprise clients. And thank you both for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Um, I have some questions I typically ask agency owners. Uh, I save for the end, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on them as well. And I'll kind of, you know, make them more curated for you. So one question I typically ask is how would an agency, uh, 10 X their revenue in the next 12 months? Uh, let's say it's a $1 million agency. Let's say a hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollar agency. How would they go from a hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars a year? Um, would you recommend what's the best strategy to do that? Is it one strategy. big enterprise client or is it something else? Well, that's, that's that's true. That'll solve that problem. Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah.
2: Uh usually it'd be hard. If you really are only small, then to get one big enterprise client won't do it because you're gonna have to build up the smaller niching, right? But I right. think the key would be the key would be to get that small, as we said, get into the door of the corporate clients. Have, have your strategy in place um of who you want to target, what are the services you're gonna offer that target, those um, smaller corporates. Have a, a package that you think is going to be um, useful. I mean, it could be like a you know ten thousand dollars strategic package. It could be just a uh, right.
0: strategy
2: development, for example. And make sure you put that business development program on autopilot. That's the key. Mm. Is that has to be an always-on business development program, week in, week out. And that even if you and your team are busy, or even if you and you don't have a team, if you're busy, that needs to be going even while you sleep. And that's part of right. the, the secret to thing in your business.
0: That's really solid. Actually, this is teaching me a lot. And I'll, I'll actually just highlight this point. Cause I think for me, I've had opportunities to close these large clients before and what we think maybe did wrong. Now that I think about it is we definitely led with guns blazing all the time. It was just always like, we're going to do all this stuff for you. And it's going to cost a ton of money, but you know, if you just treat them like actual, you know, businesses that are looking to get the best price and the best offer. Sometimes, like you said, sometimes it makes sense just to hit them with something that's you can over deliver on for a lower price point, impress them a lot, and then come out front on any bidding process that way in the future, they know exactly who to go to for scale. So that's really interesting. That's my biggest takeaway here for myself. And maybe the audience thinks that as well, but that's really, really interesting. Um, well, thank you so much, both of you, for being on the show. For everybody listening, uh, the agency accelerators helps agencies land corporate clients. I know I'm referring a lot of business to them. What's the best way for uh, somebody to work with you? Uh, it, it, please feel free to give an offer, some sort of thing to people listening, that to the to to make it worthwhile to reach out or to collaborate or what have you. Well,
2: we're happy to offer anyone who's listening who would like to. Um, uh, really have a you know have sort of a, a strategy session with us that we normally charge fifteen hundred dollars for so we're happy to have the first 20 people who contact us at success at the uh reach mm-hmm. out to us and we're happy to do it for um free and out of that hour session we will help you really help you fine-tune where your biggest three biggest corporate opportunities are or you I definitely
1: that. recommend yeah, well, we can we said, actually book it on, on our website
2: oh you can go to our website and book it on our yeah. website which is yeah. www. obviously theagencyaccelerators.com
0: fantastic yeah i see book now in the top right corner yeah. i definitely recommend people take you guys up on that that's definitely very interesting um and i know that the, the the biggest reason why i'm going to be promoting this a lot is uh because anything when you get into that enterprise space and you start actually working with larger customers they're less likely to churn, which means that your business model is even more stable and more profitable. And that's really what it's all about. So I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend everyone go uh, reach out. I don't get a cut on this. Uh, I'm giving that uh, as a discount to anybody listening to the, the community. And also, just this offer they mentioned is because uh, it's through me. I'm, I'm not getting a cut. So definitely recommend um taking them up on it so thank you so much for being on the show everybody listening to it again this is uh the agency accelerators um i'm really glad to have them on uh please reach out to them if you have any questions thank you so much
2: thank you Thanks, Lucas. Lucas. thank you so much